It was a common understanding that the Israelites were expecting a Messiah who would redeem them, free them from the oppression they faced. And so some pictured the Messiah as this great warrior king who would lead them in battles and help establish the kingdom of David to reign forever as a mighty and powerful kingdom. And we see that the apostles still had a hint of this understanding, that they weren't seeing the full spiritual picture of the kingdom of God, which Christ came to establish. They approach Jesus just after he tells them that, you know, we're going to Jerusalem and I'm going to be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, be condemned to death, mocked, scourged, and crucified, and raised on the third day. Well, they don't seem to have that kind of understanding of what he just said. But instead, they approach the Lord with their mother to have a little extra sway there, you know, and ask that they be seated at his right and at his left in his kingdom. Now, just in the previous passage in Matthew 19, Jesus talks about how the 12 apostles will be seated on 12 thrones. And so it seems like they're kind of getting excited that they're going to be sharing in Christ's power, his authority. And so they ask, you know, to be placed in the highest, on the right and on the left of Jesus in his kingdom. And what does Jesus say? He says, you do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? And they say, we can. Now, who knows exactly what they understood when he said that, but indeed, they can. Jesus says so. My chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and at my left, this is not mine to give, but it is for those whom it has been prepared by my Father. So James and John do drink the chalice of suffering and martyrdom that Jesus faces. Some, you know, at first glance might be wondering, how is it so when St. John wasn't martyred, you know, on his feast day, December 27th, we wear white instead of red. He's the only apostle that we wear white. So how can it be said then that he drank of the chalice of suffering, of martyrdom? Well, because he suffered a white martyrdom. He was willing to drink the cup. You know, in, uh, in church tradition, the, the history the church fathers talk about was St. John was put into a pot of boiling oil, but could not be killed, and so was exiled to the island of Patmos, where he ended up writing the book of Revelation. So it was all in God's providence. St. James, he was the first of the apostles to be martyred. He was the first bishop of Jerusalem and was beheaded there. But so both do drink of that cup of suffering, of martyrdom. 
who then sits at the right and left of Jesus in the kingdom. While the Blessed Virgin Mary, she is the queen of heaven and earth, so obviously she's the one who sits at the right of Jesus in his kingdom. But then what about on the left? That's uh, been left to much speculation, but Father Calloway makes a good argument in his book, Consecration of St. Joseph, that St. Joseph is the one who sits on the left of Jesus as you know, patron of the church, as the, the foster father of Christ, the guardian of the body of Christ. The 12 apostles then do share in that great authority, that great power, uh, that great, uh, the great uh, almost majesty of Jesus. You know, they are seated at the 12 thrones of heaven. You know, we kind of see that represented here in our shrine with the 12 apostles on the right and left of Jesus. St. Matthias replacing Judas, you know, continuing that office of uh, the bishop that Jesus established there. But Jesus has to remind them, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt, but it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. So Jesus is telling his apostles, you know, you will share in my authority, you will share in my glory, but it is not so that you can lord it over others and that you get to enjoy, you know, all these special benefits. No. Rather, it is so that you can serve. That is the mission of all who share in Christ's authority, you know, as he continues to pass that down through the successors of these 12 apostles, his bishops and uh, his priests. The bishops and priests are here to serve the people of God, to serve humanity in helping them share and accept the redemption of Christ. But it comes at a cost. You know, that's why Jesus says, can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? So those who share in his glory must also share in his suffering. Something very daunting when you think about what Christ experienced in his passion. You know, remember the night before he died in the agony in the garden, he praised to the Father, Father, if this cup may pass, may it be, but not my will, but yours be done. So Jesus, he's sweating blood at seeing the cup of suffering he is going to drink. And yet, that is something we are called to share in, even if we're not, you know, all priests and bishops as members of the body of Christ, we will have a share in his glory. 
You know, we just read about the transfiguration this past Sunday, and we saw the glory of Christ as he really is. Just for that glimpse, the apostles saw him, those three apostles. That's the body of Christ as it really is being unveiled. Well, we as members of his body will share in that same kind of glory. That's that glory he has in store for us. But just like the 12 apostles sharing in his authority and glory, we as members of the body of Christ, if we are to share in that same glory, we too must share in his suffering, share in that suffering which is endured for the mission of redemption, of salvation for others. St. Faustina says in her diary, passage 4, 4, 6, that she saw different groups of people nailed to the cross. Some were crucified and hung on their cross like Christ. Others were not nailed to their crosses, but were holding firmly their crosses in their hands. And a third group were neither nailed to their crosses nor holding them firmly, but just dragging their crosses behind them and seemed very discontent. And then Jesus said to her, do you see these souls, those who are like me in the pain and contempt they suffer will be like me also in glory. And those who resemble me less in pain and contempt will also bear less resemblance to me in glory. So Jesus is saying there's an inverse of the suffering we experience we will also then experience an inverse equal amount of glory. So that is why, you know, we as Catholics ought not to be afraid of suffering because it is a way in which we are united to Christ more closely, not only in his mission here on earth, but then in his glory in heaven. May Blessed Virgin Mary, St. Joseph, and the 12 apostles intercede for us that we might have that strength to share in the cup that the Lord has prepared for us. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? 
Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.